0: Actually, they do explain it as as the posted versus not. So,
1: <laughs> all right, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Investment Property Income. As always, I'm your host Jeff Eady, and joining me today, as usual, is uh, my good friend and uh, mortgage broker extraordinaire, Mr. Jonathan Tilger. Jonathan, how are you today, sir? I'm excellent, Jeff. And uh, the one thing I just wanted to note
0: in your intro was you're as always, and I'm as usual. So I appreciate the differentiation there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, how, and how are you doing today?
1: I'm trying to be a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jonathan, uh, this is a really interesting one. This is actually one that I have had many conversations about. Even though I don't do residential mortgages, you know, my my specialty is kind of in a in a different area of the mortgage world. But understanding that you know a lot of people come to me and, and ask me about stuff, which uh, the, the 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 what is it? the mortgage breakage fees or mortgage penalties? Yes. Um, you and I have had a couple of interesting conversations about this this morning, and I think you've got a lot of great points to help people understand them. More importantly, how to help them understand the wording around them. So let's start first. What is a mortgage penalty and why is there a mortgage penalty? So as as with the mortgage, so
0: so let's, let's just take a step back from there and say with, with the mortgage, when you're, when you're registering for a mortgage, you're signing a contract. Mm-hmm. So... You're signing a contract. The contract is for a certain length of time, and that that goes with any mortgage, be it with a bank, be it with a private lender, be it with a uh, a non-bank lender. It's for a certain amount of time. What's the maximum amount of time
1: now? It's changed, hasn't it?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, typically people are signing up for a mortgage probably five three or five years is probably the most common if you're doing private it's usually one or two years there are options for 10 years and longer but most people it's usually sort of the three to five years so three four or five is what is what the majority of of people will sign up for with a mortgage
1: okay so there's a difference there um i i sorry having troubles with my words Uh, (laughs) um it's it's because i
0: I threw you off on the wordsmithing earlier. So so now you're like, I got to choose my words carefully. So,
1: <laughs> so really, um, I guess there's a difference. The term is how long that contract is for, but the amortization period is a completely different thing. So it may be a 25-year mortgage, but you're only paying it with this one lender for three to five years. Is That's that- correct. That's okay. correct. Yes. Okay. So if you've got a, a 25-year amortization, is that going to affect... Your mortgage penalty, or is it only the term or the length of the contract with that lender that, that affects it? It will it's based on the length of contract with that lender. Okay. So so
0: it, it's essentially there because you've signed up for let's just say it's a five-year term. Probably the most common term people sign up for is five years. So you signed up for a five years term. Four years into it, you circumstance have changed for yourself and you say, Hey, I need I need to break this. I'm selling the property or refinancing, whatever the case is. Now you have signed a contract on the flip side the lender has made financial arrangements get you the money for to get you the money you need for the property when you purchased it mm-hmm. and so they are so their financial arrangements they've made are tied into the term that you've signed up for and so when if you go to break that early then there is going to be some expenses they incur. And so the, the penalty is designed, initially, the penalty was designed to compensate them for the expenses that are required for them to, to actually break that mortgage. So that's, that's why it's there. You signed a contract, just simplify it. You signed a contract for a certain amount of time. You're breaking the, you're breaking the contract.
1: And so there is a penalty to break the contract. Okay. That makes sense. That's, yeah. I mean, they, they've, they're a business and they expect a certain return for their money for a certain amount of time. Okay.
0: Exactly. So how, now how the, the wording for most uh, for the majority of contracts and I'll talk for fixed rates. So for, for variable if you get a variable rate mortgage uh because the because the the rates that are being secured are fluctuating and so forth and that's how they secured the money as well on the flip side there's less of a penalty to break that uh so with a variable rate mortgage there's i there's i like to say there's there's more risk with a variable rate mortgage but the upside is with the penalty the penalty is typically set at three months interest only um and so so that's what it is so so your 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 risk to break it is lower now, with a fixed-rate mortgage, uh, because of the way things are securitized on that side, there, based on because you signed in at a certain rate at a certain time, if rates were to drop, and this is where, I mean, if we go back like ten years ago when rates were five percent and they were dropping to suddenly, it's like the next day they were four percent. A lot of people are saying, "Well, let me take advantage of this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my mortgage." Well. Now you've got the lender on the flip side who's like, well, I've got four years left on this five-year term they've got. They've just broken it a year in. The cost for me now, because the rates are now lower, is significantly more to compensate for that. And so that's where the interest rate differential is going to kick in. Uh, I don't think I mentioned, but yeah, it's either listed as three-month interest or what they term as interest rate differential. So the interest rate differential is really designed that in a situation where rates have dropped and people say, hey, I'm going to refinance and take advantage of the lower rates, but I still have a certain certain amount of time left on my mortgage that's where the interest rate differential kicks in to say hey yeah you're doing that but the cost my cost as a lender have gone up now on that money because it's now at a lower rate so I need to be compensated more
1: hmm. so I'm gonna you know just kind of put it into layman's terms so that I can understand it um, you're saying that with a variable rate it's three three months interest typically yes, yes. There could be exceptions to that, though.
0: As with anything, always make sure you understand this when you're signing the contract, because while the penalty comes into effect when you're breaking the mortgage, it is put into effect when you sign the contract. So before you sign that contract to register that mortgage, make sure you understand that and have it broken down. Uh, It's really understand what you're getting yourself
1: into. Mm -hmm. And then on the fixed rate side, which I know uh, a few years ago when I was first getting into the mortgage rate world, people are saying, oh, you want to lock in and get this fixed rate because it's never going to be lower than three and a half percent. And now we're seeing ridiculously low uh, um, mortgage rates. Uh, What you're saying is that that could be very detrimental to you long term if you're locking in at a fixed rate and have to pay the mortgage differential. Is that what it's called? Mortgage differential? Yeah.
0: Well, what they term is that the interest rate differential.
1: Interest rate differential.
0: And so, and this is, this is where it varies greatly from lender to lender. Uh, and when I, when I talk about the, the circumstance where rates have dropped, that's where the interest rate differential was basically designed and put in place. It's essentially saying, well, rates have dropped. Yes, you can take advantage and refinance. However, you still have this contract at this higher rate that you've agreed to pay. So if you wanna break that to get a lower rate today, then there needs to be compensation to take care of that difference. So that 1% drop, that 1.5% drop that's just happened in the interest rates. Now,
1: is that if you're just, if you're
0: refinancing with them? That's if you're refinancing anywhere. Anywhere. Whether you're refinancing, whether you're selling the property, whatever the circumstances are, that's where the interest rate differential, what I call is the fair interest differential. That's where it came into effect.
1: So how do they calculate that?
0: So this is where it can vary, and this and this these are I'll call it reading the fine print and understanding this side of how your particular lender calculates this, because there are lenders who are going to calculate as what they term rate to rate. So you get a rate, the the rate you got was was you said three and a half percent a few years ago. The rate you got is three and a half percent. The what's available now for so there's three years left. What's available for that three-year term? If you were to walk in today, okay, that three-year term left is two percent. So it's a one and a half percent difference over two years. So it would be a three percent would be the penalty. Sorry, can you say that again. <laughs> so you, you've you've got a rate of three and a half percent on your mortgage. It was set up three years ago. Yeah, and I have two so, years left to pay. You have two. You have two years left to pay. Okay. I say, how much? What would be a rate for a two-year term today? that's remaining because because they essentially have to say well we're taking care of this one here we've already got this money securitized we got to lend it back out again so they can keep themselves whole but they've they they lent it out initially based on it being at three and a half percent if they were to lend it out today for the remainder two years they're only going to get two percent
1: okay so the differential is a percent and a half a percentage and a half times two years times two years okay so that's easier so on a $500,000 mortgage, you got any ballpark figures on that? You're the math. So So f- five, $500,000 mortgage, 3%. So that's $15,000. $15,000 would be your penalty. That's correct. No, your penalty. You're the borrower here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> $15,000 would be my penalty. Yes. Okay. So that's clear as mine. Um. So, so,
0: so th- th- this is where we're talking about a situation where rates have dropped and the other, the other part to keep in mind is how are they calculating it? Um, Because here is some of the differences on what lenders do. And, and I'm going off
1: of the website. Let's talk about that major banks website that we were just uh, discussing. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: so one of the major banks here is how they term the interest rate differential, the interest, uh, sorry, so how is the interest rate differential calculated interest for the remainder of the term on the amount prepaid, calculated using the interest rate differential sorry wait a second I'm reading the wrong spot. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was it was the next paragraph was the one I was highlighting I just I just looked at what that's why I was sort of like okay how am I reading this it doesn't not quite how it was flowing okay.
1: It's all right, we know math is your strong suit. <laughs>
0: So the interest rate differential is the difference between the interest rate and our posted rate on the prepayment date of a mortgage with the term similar to the time remaining in the term and having a same prepayment option as the mortgage less your rate reduction. So the keywords are going to emphasize. (laughs) So so I'll I'll, I'll just go through the wording here. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the interest rate difference is the difference between the interest rate what is the interest rate? They're not saying between your contracted rate, they're saying the interest rate. And so this is where a lot of lenders will put certain things in, find to say, you've got a rate of three and a half percent. Now, oftentimes what they do is they look and they say, okay, well, you've got a rate of three and a half percent, but what is the interest rate? Well, we're going to go back to what was our posted bank rate at the time you set that up. You got 3.5%. The posted bank rate was, in fact, 5.5%. So instead of using Oof. that 35 less the 2% we spoke about, it's now 55 less the 2% we're speaking about. So you now have 3.5% times two years. 7%. So that penalty that we talked about oh. of $15,000, and that's $15,000 in a situation where rates have dropped by a percent and a half. If Mm -hmm. rates had not dropped, the penalty would probably just be three months interest or about $3,000.
1: But it says it's going to be the larger of the two, correct? Exactly. Exactly. So
0: if rates, so if you're back with a lender who uses your contract rate and rates have not changed much, they've not really dropped. I mean, maybe a quarter percent, but nothing significant. Then you look and they say, well, it's three and a half percent. So let's just go back. Three and a half percent. The rate is now three percent. Three and a half less three percent is a half percent. A half percent times two years is one percent. So for that $500,000, that is a $5,000 penalty. Okay. Okay. Versus we go over here where, okay, so three and a half percent, but the posted rate was five and a half, and that's the one they're using as the interest rate.
1: (laughs) So five and a half less. (laughs) Excuse me. So they don't actually have to state what that interest rate is, their wording is everything.
0: They, yeah, they, they should, and you should make sure when you're signing your mortgage contract, make sure you understand that, ask them to explain. Now, here's the other catch is that if they're explaining in a way like, well, it's calculated in the standard way we calculate it, which is often the answer you're going to get. And most of the time is that is not on their fault, but they just don't understand it themselves. They're just, because most of the people at the bank, it's, well, I just punch it in there and it's going to tell me what it is. It's not going to tell me how it's calculated I don't need to know that
1: and I, you don't I think that's the spot where'm I'm, I'm going to stop and differentiate the difference between a broker and a mortgage specialist or mortgage advisor at the bank you're you you know you are licensed and have to be re- responsible to the client yes as opposed to the, the the people at the bank typically don't have a license I would say like 99 percent of the time that's right yes. And they only do what the bank's process is. They're they're you know, for all intents and purposes, they're they're filing machines. Yeah. That- okay. <laughs> you didn't seem to like love that analogy. Neither did I. But I was on the spot. But they take your numbers, punch them into a computer, and whatever they get is what they get. Exactly. Whereas you have to. You act more like a, more like a lawyer, not as a lawyer, but more like a lawyer for that specific type of document.
0: Uh, well, and and I'll just go through and say it's, a, it's the difference between a good broker and a broker because, <laughs> because because if you look in the mortgage broker, as with any profession, it's, there are those who are just, hey, I'm going to do this. I'll, I'll learn when I need to know to sell it, but I won't, won't learn much more. So it's really understanding, looking out for the best interest of the client. And it's more helping people understand and make informed financial decisions. That's really That's really what I like to do. And, mm-hmm. and again, it's not saying, not saying, Hey, this, this penalty is bad, but it's making sure that you understand when you're signing the documents, what you're getting yourself into. So that way, three years from now, you're not calling me up and screaming at me. It's like, Oh, remember we had that conversation. We broke it down, uh, broke it down. Here's what things are going to be. Uh, you insisted that, no, you're never going to sell the property. It's your forever house. Okay. Well just understand that this is what you're looking at for a penalty shoot. You need
1: to break it. And I would say penalties, Matter more than rate, is that a uh, fair statement?
0: They both are important. I wouldn't say they matter more, uh, but both have both have importance and should be part of your conversation when you're setting up the mortgage. Uh, but but back to your point about is it, is it more important? I've seen penalties cost people a significant more than saving the point zero five percent on a rate.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: 0.05% on a $500,000 mortgage is, what, $250 a year. So that's, what, $1,200. bucks. i have seen people who fight tooth and nail for that 0.05% and then sign into a contract where three years later they're breaking that mortgage and they're getting a $20,000 penalty when, if they'd gone a different route, they
1: would have only had a three dollars or $4,000 penalty. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, so... <laughs> so, you know, just kind of sum this up. What... I guess I have a kind of a two-parter. Is there a way to avoid mortgage breakage fees or mortgage penalties? And if you're nearing the end of your term, how do they apply to that?
0: Uh, so as far as, I mean, they're always, they're always going to be there. The only way you can completely avoid any type of mortgage penalty is to sign into fully open mortgages. Uh, but the, dif- the difference in rate for a fully open versus a, a uh, what they term as a partially closed or it's worded as closed, but it's a partially closed because you can get out of it with a penalty, but the difference in rate, it's not worth what you would save in a penalty.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess the other way to avoid it would be to actually finish out the term.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so your other question was about the remainder of the term and what happens then. So if you are coming, so if you're, if you're coming to the end of your term, once you are at the completion of your term, then there is no penalty at that point there.
1: And now, is that like within a six month window, or a three month window, or do you have to finish it and then get an extension? How does that work? Uh, so when's the best time to look for the next mortgage dealer?
0: Well, the next, the, the, the best time is usually a few months in advance of your current mortgage.
1: Mm-hmm. uh just
0: so you can you can make sure that you've got the time needed if you wanted to switch out and go somewhere else. Um, now so six months would be a good time to start kicking tires. I usually like to say you want to get a feel for what's happening in the market at six months because mm-hmm. oftentimes what you were saying uh, what you were saying about well, if you're six months can you avoid the penalty? What's gonna start happening usually about the six months mark is your current lender will send you a renewal offer that will basically say, hey, you sign back, then we will renew you into a new term. And they're not going to charge you a penalty. Okay. But they're doing that as a trade-off to try and get you to sign in. And that's that's where that six month is probably a good time to start looking to find out what's available because they're going to send you an offer and you're like, hey, this is better than my current rate. Let's sign it back. It's great. Going, well, it's still maybe a half point above what's available out there. So to understand what's there, and does it make sense to maybe look somewhere else and go somewhere else and break it early? If you were to, if you were to break, it, break it at three months left, you would still be charged a penalty. Does it make sense to do that? It depends what's happened in the rate in the rate market uh, because there are circumstances. And I actually had a circumstance like this with, with my own mortgage many years ago where I was aware of what was going on. I was seeing what's happening in the market. Rates were about to jump. And I said, well, I can sign in for it. I can sign up now, but I'm going to have to, I just looked at the timing. I'm going to have to break my mortgage a month early. So I will incur a penalty to break it a month early.
1: Wow. Well, even at a month, eh?
0: Even even at a month. But when I, when I looked at what was happening in the rate market and the jump that was happening, and, and obviously I'm a little more on top of things than the average person, just because I'm in the business. I but would rates, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> rates, rates were at that point, they were jumping by. So, they were jumping by it was i think close to a percent so by me locking it in and saying yeah all right you know what i'm going to i'm going to have to break it a month early i'm going to have to take a small penalty but i'm going to save a percent on the the mortgage term going forward so it's definitely worth it
1: i'm definitely going to say i would rather have you do my math than me uh- <laughs> <laughs> never ceases to amaze me how quickly you do those, uh, those calculations. It's uh, pretty impressive. So any, uh, any words to tie this one up and, and kind of bring it all together?
0: Uh, really, the main thing is when – I'll just go back to, to a statement I made earlier, and that is that while the penalty is calculated at the time you're breaking it, it is set up at the time that you register your mortgage. Hmm. So make sure when you're getting your mortgage set up, that you understand the penalty. So whoever you're working with, make sure they can understand and break it down in plain terms. I said, if they're using vague, broad language, hey, we'll just calculate it in the standard way. It's just between the rate, things like that. That's where ask a few more questions. And if the person cannot explain it, then perhaps you may want to talk to somebody else who can break it down.
1: So you understand what you're getting yourself into. Specificity is everything in the contract. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I love, you know, I thought I understood the mortgage penalties, but then I get talking to you and it just, you're such a wealth of information. It's pretty crazy that we can have a conversation that I learn something every time and I thought I already knew this. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, as always, Jonathan, I appreciate your time and. Uh, Yeah, I guess if you haven't already, check out investmentpropertyincomebook.com. Download the book that Jonathan and I co-authored together and uh, make sure you're getting all of this great information from one of Canada's top brokers and at one point owned one of the largest brokerages in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. That's right, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) All right, brother. I thank thank you for your time. Have a fantastic day and uh, I will see you soon. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks everyone for listening.